Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Day before Friday, Friday light. Looking like uh, Snoop Dogg's living room out there today. Very foggy. Snoop Dogg's living room out there. Yeah, Everybody's dude. learning how the weather outside is weather. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've had, you know, so many temperature changes over the past week, week and a half, two weeks, whatever. Zero to what is it today? It was 45 was it? on my drive in. 39 right now, according to the news. Yeah. Beautiful weather outside, but that. You know, transitions into fog, and so it makes it hard to drive. We got to pick and choose our battles, and I would take this over Monday. Yeah, you might take a runner out as you're. If you're out running and walking your dog this morning, that's on you. That's all I'm saying. Wear reflective gear. Wear reflectors. Put your flashlights on. Yeah, so that you can't be seen. How was your day yesterday? Anything fun? Very productive. The gingerbread man was out of town on a business trip yesterday, so I, it was all the wedding things, which I feel is the only thing I talk about these days, which makes me painfully uninteresting. But I have to say my travel agent came to my house. She dropped off a gift it was very, very nice, and it reminded me how lucky we are to have certain people in our lives. And yeah. if you're traveling, you should use Lita at Sky High Travel. Dang. There it is. There it is. She actually stopped by my house, too. I know. And then so. I felt way less cool. <laughs> she dropped off a little care package with little itineraries and everything for you your know wedding. What I mean? Yeah. It was this awesome. Is for you. I left it in your mailbox. I didn't get the, the <laughs> living room treatment. So, uh, But yeah, we've got Disney on ice tickets this morning. We'll do that with the big three again at 8 o'clock. Your chance to win right here on station. Thanks for hanging out. It's 92.3 WIL. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. A little update on our friend Chris Young after yesterday's drama. We talked yesterday in the later Casey Covers Country about how Chris Young was arrested in downtown Nashville on Monday night as the alcoholic Bev Kamish agents were there conducting compliance checks. And after seeing the security footage, the whole internet is freaked out because the new angles of the incident look pretty good on Chris Young's part. Essentially, they were saying that he assaulted an officer. After watching security footage, I think everybody's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he... Now it looks like he did something very small considering that officer knocked him on the ground like to the ground yeah for we don't know what was said we don't know what was said drama, however we don't know you never touch an officer period right and he touched an officer and he touched an officer so everybody has watched the um security footage i want to say the facebook page went so wild i panicked and actually deleted the post this is what happens if why i just get nervous when so many people are screaming and fighting on facebook i can't handle it i just delete the post even if it's on the wil page but chris <laughs> young's lawyer demanded an apology yesterday from the tennessee alcoholic beverage beverage commission and he's also asking that all charges be dropped immediately. So in this video, we see Chris Young get back up. He gets up. He backs out. His hands are raised. Customers and other agents gather around. They get in between Chris and the, the agent who pushed him. And his lawyer says to Taste of Country, what, a, what happened to my client Chris Young at a bar in Nashville on Monday was wrong, but he should have never been arrested and charged in the first place. In light of the video ed evidence, the Alcoholic Beverage Commission needs to drop these charges and apologize for physical, emotional, and professional harm done towards my client. So I don't know if the charges are actually going to get dropped ASAP, but it's safe to say I think that Chris Young is publicly avenged. 
And it's safe to say that you know Chris Young has been stirring in his house for the last few days because he's had this like spotless reputation. Yeah. And it was almost like tainted for a day by um, what looks to us to be something that wasn't necessarily his fault. I don't know. I think all the moms and grandmas are like, I knew he was kind of a... He was a bad boy. He was a bad boy. Look at him. I like that. I I like him getting pushed down. I knew that when he took that shirtless selfie in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so like we said yesterday, there always is more to the story. Like what, what words were said, we don't know. Yeah. It's all probably hearsay, unless somebody was also secretly recording. Yeah. I think as an, as an officer, you are also on high alert at all times because even though this officer may or may not have known who Chris Young was, totally, you never know what people have on them, uh-huh. knives, guns, whatever. Uh-huh. I totally, I can see both sides of this at and, this point. And I can imagine what the Alcoholic Beverage Commission goes through in Nashville. Yeah. You know, like they're pulling up. They know they're coming home with something. They know they're not just leaving on like good terms. Yeah. Like they're going to find something. It didn't look like there was a lot of people in this bar, though. It just looked no, like like Chris Young and his friends. Yeah. You know, so I'm really unsure as to what happened. But this is probably the last time we'll talk about it, because I think that either the charges will be dropped or it will be handled much more professionally. I think it this story really went viral and there's just, you know, always more to it. He's got new music coming out now. He does. He has the longest album he's ever released. If you're curious, <laughs> you it has like 16 songs or something. I don't know. Chris, you need to get arrested. <laughs> go get arrested. Go, make like a Morgan Wallen. Make a scandal. <laughs> You'll be bigger than ever. Remy and Casey. What's something dumb that you got in trouble at school for at, like as a kid? When as you a, were a kid. A little kid. Yeah. Or okay. I mean, it could be high school, I guess. Okay. 314-699-4766. We were talking about this. Volkswagen Beetle obsession that I had yesterday in the kitchen. And it reminded me that I feel like in junior high, there was a resurgence of like this fascination with the 70s. So like flare jeans or bell-bottom jeans, all of that. Was, but what it, it wasn't like it is now where it's kind of in it style in a boys. different way. It was on boys. It was just an obsession with the 70s. Yeah. So we had a lot of like, you know, trippy artwork in our in our bedrooms and things like that. Oh my God, I love a Greg Brady with a flare jean. Exactly. Go on. So I remember this vividly because I was not a troublemaker in school, but I loved those Peace Frog stickers. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yep. It's just a sticker. Frog. He's doing a peace sign. Doing a peace sign. But they come in all different colors and shapes and sizes and designs. And I remember getting in trouble for having one of those peace frogs that had a pot leaf on its belly. Oh, did you even know what pot was yet? I had no idea. And I think that's the only reason why I got out of this yeah. is because they legitimately saw on my face that I thought it was like a fern or a palm a tree. <laughs> I was like, it's a tree frog, right? It's got some, one. some sort of arboreal frog <laughs> that lives in the trees. This is this is a leaf from that tree. No. And you've remembered it your whole life. I have. But I was also the kid that had black light posters in my room with like mushrooms and things all over them. Just because I thought it was cool that they lit up in black light. Oh my god! I'm sure my parents had many discussions. Like, do you think he knows what those are for? You think he's a hippie? <laughs>
<laughs> Can you remember any times when you got in trouble for something silly? The, the Really, the first thing that comes to my mind was in fourth grade, a shaping moment for my personality, I would say, was in my fourth grade class, there was this kid in there absolutely berating me, like one of those kids with a big mouth. And finally, I got so sick of it, because I was also very good in school, quiet, shy girl. Yeah. I turned around and flung in a, a big pink eraser at him. <laughs> So then I was the one that got in trouble uh-huh. and I, something about it, like it felt so wrong inside to know that like this was the person that was starting it during class. Teacher did nothing. I turned around to stand up for myself, yet I was the one in trouble. I get this, Remy. I made a pact with my like 11 year old self. <clears throat> I was not going to speak in this classroom until summer. Wow. And I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I got so many notes sent home saying like, Casey doesn't participate. Casey is so solemn. Like all of these things. Yeah. And I was like, yo, Miss Grummet, we're not speaking. <laughs> Thanks. You didn't get the full story with the eraser <laughs> incident. You didn't see the security footage. <laughs> 314-699-4766. What's that little thing you got in trouble for in school that maybe shaped who you are today? <laughs> hey, now you're on the radio. You're talking all the time. See? So <laughs> you Her turn ear. that turn that right around. Let us know on the text line. We're just talking about how Casey got in trouble for launching a pink eraser at the kid behind her because he wouldn't stop making fun of her. Yeah. And, and then, uh, then she got in trouble. I was the one that got in trouble. <laughs> so she didn't talk for the rest of the year. Oh, I I made an internal pact and I stuck to it. That teacher thought she was punishing me. Meanwhile, I was punishing them. <laughs> <laughs> What's something small you got in trouble for in school? Let us know on the text line. 314-699-4766. I got a detention. This is from the 907. I got a detention for defining the word consecutively to my Spanish teacher. That's mm. just, that's that seems very power trippy to me. Right, that kind of, yeah. Yeah. I get it. Um, sneaking my dad's playboys and showing friends. That'll do it. Can't, can't do that. No. I don't know what grade that was. I guess you really wouldn't be able to do that until college. Imagine anyway. that teacher, <laughs> imagine that teacher strolling through the hallway or through class and looking over and seeing that. Yeah, yeah. From the 314, putting a skull and crossbones temporary tattoo on a forehead. I don't know Maybe if that's their if forehead it... or if somebody else's forehead. <laughs> Either way, forehead was probably not the place. Not the place for any uh, tattoos of the temporary variety or or what have you. So uh, let us know on the text line, what's something that you got in trouble for that was small at school that still affects you today? 314-699-4766. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Blues beat the Canucks 4-3 in overtime last night. That's a three-game win streak. My guy, Shen, at the game-winning goal. And the Blues cruise on. This is their last away game before they head home. And that is tomorrow night against the Kraken. Puck drop will be at 9. Everything on the West Coast. Always late starts. The Blues, they cruise. They, they cruise. My guy. <laughs> if you've ever wondered if uh, Travis Kelsey has changed since dating... An international pop star. Mm-hmm. Just ask Patrick Mahomes, who says, ah, he hasn't changed a bit. He's the same man. Mahomes praised Kelsey for not letting all this attention get to his head during his weekly meeting with the media yesterday, explaining that Kelsey 
has just been himself, you know, the whole time. Well, I think if they wanted a real answer, they wouldn't have gone to the guy who was a bajillionaire by the time he was 24. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if anybody knows anything about not changing, I don't fully believe it's Patrick Mahomes, but... You got to go to a practice squad guy. Right. You know? Someone that's really not making much and fighting hard for their spot on that team. Mahomes said, he's still Travis Kelsey. He still will walk through the stadium and treat every single person like they're his best friend. And he's going to be like in that locker room every single day. It hasn't been any different. <laughs> he's going to be like in that locker room every day. Okay. I do. I totally believe that he is the same guy, though, because to me, Travis Kelsey, like the, him being with Taylor only feels like a greater reason to go out of your way to be nice to people, to yeah. be more inclusive, to be like a shining light, because now you've got more eyes on you. You know, the uh, heart that he flashed mm-hmm. during the game mm-hmm. was not for Taylor. Don't believe it. It was not for Taylor. It was for the uh, the Bills Mafia that he said apparently treated them very poorly <laughs> throughout the game. <laughs> well, I'm going to believe that it was a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both. You get half the heart, Taylor. Uh, conference championships are this weekend. Chiefs-Ravens Sunday kickoff at 2. And Jim Harbaugh is back in the NFL. The University of Michigan head coach has reportedly accepted the same role with the Los Angeles Chargers. Harbaugh is fresh off of winning the national championship championship with his alma mater, taking down the Washington Huskies earlier this month, 34 to 13. He has also coached the 49ers from 11 to 14, 2011 to 2014, including a Super Bowl appearance in 2012. So he's back in the NFL. I thought he was just going to be a college coach for the rest of his life because I feel like that's nice, like cushy gig. I was thinking that about him too. You know, yeah, that's what I would have said. Is that how you say his last name? Because when I see it in my head, I always say Harbach. 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 It's that O U G H. I don't know. I've always heard Jim Harbaugh. That's that's listen. I've never heard his name before in my life. I'm being honest (laughs) until this moment. Yes. (laughs) Trending now. It's keeping up with Casey on ninety two three W I L. Dolly Parton's husband Carl wasn't sure about her now viral Dallas Cowboys cheerleader outfit that she wore during the Thanksgiving halftime performance at the Cowboys game. Wasn't sure how. You can't say that to Dolly Parton. He said he just wasn't sure, wasn't sure about it, but she said she wore it anyway to make him jealous. She said initially she thought the audience would definitely find her stunt to be funny, but she was hoping that Carl Dean would feel the same way. So Carl did see it, and I did wear it for him. But he'd say, well, it's a little short, don't you think? I said, no, it's not as short as theirs. And it turned out better than I even thought it was going to. I just wanted to dress like the cheerleaders. Why not? Not as short as theirs. That's how, that, <laughs> I love Dolly. That That's a great argument that you know, your 14-year-old daughter might say. You know what I mean? Like, it's not as short as hers. It's not as, as short as hers. Come on, Mom. Why not? <laughs> for this and for every other reason, I love Dolly. This is hilarious. She goes on to tell Page Six that she had no idea this stunt would get all the press that it did, but now, months later, she sees all the press, the good and the bad, and she's happy about it, and she would do it all over again. Yeah. It's, it's so Dolly. Like, what? She doesn't need approval from anybody. She's been doing this her entire career. She just does what she wants. And it always turns out good. I had this thought in my head when I was watching the performance of, I could just imagine Dolly Parton walking into the room and like speaking with the head of the, the, the idea head, I guess, if that makes sense. The idea department. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For this performance. And I could just see her saying, and then what if I wore a costume like the girls? (laughs) And every eye in the room is wide. 
What? She pulled it off. She pulled it off. She did. She gets what she wants. There you go. I d She wants、department. it all. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. I can't think of it. Anyway. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Casey, have you ever dropped your phone in the toilet? You betcha. <laughs> you betcha. Those airport bathrooms, they'll really. I have put my、Ooh. hand in one too many airport bathrooms, girl. My driver's license, my phone, my keys. You better get down there before it gets sucked up. Why airport bathrooms in general? Like, just because you have just, stuff? Yeah, I think it's just because we have so many like, things in our hands. And、yeah. also, I got to go on a rant. I learned recently that guys have like shelves and things in front of them when they're standing at urinals a lot of times. Uh, yeah, it's, we don't have sometimes, shelves. Sometimes we have advertisements, sometimes, and TVs every once in, in a while. In front of you when you're standing at a urinal.、Yeah. We don't have no, We got a door, and usually you can see straight through the crack to the person who's waiting on you. <laughs> we don't have shelves. My keys are falling out of my pocket. I got my phone in my mouth. Yeah. But you guys, have, you guys have succulents here in this bathroom, which is amazing. <laughs> Get over yourself. It's very green. Yeah, I'll stick my hand in a toilet for sure. Well, There's this new story out about what plumbers have found that have clogged drain pipes and things like people that flush things that shouldn't be flushed, things like that. There's a drainage pipe company survey、uh, that <laughs> they surveyed plumbers, and the amount of things that are not supposed to go down the pipes that were down the pipes is crazy. <laughs> Legos was a huge one. Ew.、Uh, rubber ducks. Oh, no. Socks. Socks. Adult toys is on the list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.、Uh, teeth. They didn't really specify whether this was like real teeth or. Hate that. Feels、like、criminal. Dentures.、Uh, turkey bones, Brussels sprouts, bananas. There's a pipe stuck inside another pipe. <laughs> <laughs> this is the weirdest one to me, and I don't know how this is even possible. A two man tent and sleeping bag. <laughs> Down the toilet. The only way that any of this feels plausible to me is toddlers. Yeah. Other than toddlers, I don't know how anybody could consider these things. I feel like it's a great YouTube channel. Will it flush? You know, they have that Will It Blend Will it? YouTube, YouTube channel. Will、I、it flush? I had a college roommate one time who was eating a bowl of Cheerios and decided she didn't want the rest. So she tried to flush them. Turns out, don't flush. Really? Yep, they just expand. Oh, interesting. And they clog. The older I get, the more things I learn should not be down a drain, <laughs> specifically a garbage disposal either. Okay. Don't,、yeah. put, don't put things down your sinks、yeah. or your toilets.、Uh, one plumber said, I've seen all sorts of weird and wonderful things blocking pipes, everything from chopsticks to lettuce. It's really important to think twice before flushing something because it can cause long term damage to plumbing systems. So, just toilet paper and whatever you know, comes out your body. That's it. That's it.、Nothing、Not、else. even those flushable wipes. I hear bad things about those too. Yeah, everybody says that. Everybody says that. I、and、guess we'll find gonna out. Everybody's going to keep using them because they're a bunch of nasties <laughs> anyway. You can see this full story. If you're a plumber, I'd love to hear what you found in Pipes 92.3 WIL on Facebook. Remy and Casey. All right, it is a therapy Thursday. We have people write in with problems they would like Casey and I and you, the listener, to solve. And this one's a doozy today. I haven't, I haven't seen it. I have no idea what it is. Here's the text 
Hey guys, I've got an issue that my husband and I have been arguing about for days now. My in-laws up and sold their house to downsize and they are assuming that they can live in the vacation rental we own for six months while they search for their next place. Do you got a vacation This house is income for us and is regularly booked over winter because it's near skiing and beautiful views. We also use it frequently. My husband feels bad for them and says we can make it work. And on top of it, my in-laws are sensing my resistance and guilt tripping him constantly. They have not offered to pay. And how in the world am I supposed to ask for that? What should we do? Yeah, I really hate to do this, but it's all your husband's fault. (laughs) And by that, I just mean there is an obvious lack of a boundary that needs to be set. Like they are assuming this for a reason. It must have been that he's he's led them to believe that it's fine. Yeah. But if you're stressed about like, you know, you guys make an income off that, that's a big part of your life. Then he's also stressed to you like, oh, we'll figure it out your husband's the people-pleasing problem Mm. and needs to draw a line one way or another in the sand. But hopefully, it sounds like they would understand. If you were like, no, you either need to pay or you need to find somewhere else, it sounds like they're cool with that. It's tough to say, but like... It is tough to say. I, yeah. But it's family, right? Sure. You want to help out your family. It's money. (laughs) And that draws people apart. I think the biggest thing here is the lack of boundary that's happening. Yeah. And I would imagine if you're old enough to own a vacation home or an Airbnb or something that you rent out, you've got some rental properties that you've got, then you're probably well-established enough. And especially your parents are probably well-established enough to like go on a cruise for six months or something. Right. Like find other places to go this for is six our, months. This is our assumption. And I would like to take it a step further, Remy, by saying, okay, so your in-laws are building a house and in order for them to be building this house mm-hmm. and have somewhere to stay, it means that your income is now cut in half. Yeah, I just don't think my in-laws would do that. I don't, it's not about that, Remy. <laughs> it's now cut in half and you find out it's because your spouse... <laughs> essentially allowed it to happen. I would be upset about that. Right. Like there's got to be, there's got to be some clear form of, whoa, I know your family. We would like to help you, but you got to help us out a little too. The in-laws want to move into the Airbnb. What do you think? They want It's a vacation home. That means it's in a great area. No, you need to be paying me a little bit. I'm sorry. They want to, uh, they want to move in for six months while they find a new place as they're downsizing. 314-699-4766. Let us know what you would do. My in-laws decided that they were going to downsize. They didn't let us know. And now they want to stay in our Airbnb. And that's extra income for us. It's in a nice area with skiing. I I don't know. I With skiing. Do you think? uh, Oh, is it like Wildwoodish? You mean, you think it's here? I mean, it could be local or it could be Colorado anywhere where there's like skiing. I don't know how that, they did not specify where that was, but beautiful views, all the things. And the in-laws are now proposing that they live in this house for six months while they find another house as they downsize. And I think the, uh, (laughs) the text line is a pretty unanimous 
No. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, from the 314, don't fall for the because family needs it BS. This isn't family in need of your space. This is running a con to get into your space. <laughs> then can find plenty. they can find plenty of spaces. From the 636, if they set one foot in that house, they will never leave. Don't do it. <laughs> that sounds like it comes from someone who knows better. From the 618, you need to reframe this situation for your husband. There is a difference between helping out family when it is an emergency or an unforeseen catastrophe and when the family intentionally hides their plan because they know you will say no. Yeah. So those are those are uh, too much, uh, two different things. The way the way that it was put, it doesn't sound like they're trying to pull out con work here. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like they're trying to scam them, but it does sound like they're taking advantage of their husband's like people pleasingness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the six three six. As much as I love family, I'd help them out, and they can stay, but they are for sure going to pay something. Right. Maybe maybe not what I would charge to rent it normally, but something. Sure. And that should be on the in laws to be. Be like, hey, I know you guys make some extra income here. What's what's the price? Yeah, what do we got to do? You know, if we're going to live in it for six months, there's obviously not only the rent that they're losing or the, you know, rental fees or whatever, but also all the maintenance yeah. that needs to be done after someone has lived in it for six months so you can keep it up and running. So uh, let us know on the text line. I think this is a pretty unanimous, like, you shouldn't feel bad about yourself in this situation. Like, right. it's a very normal response to be like, hey, in-laws, we're good. Find somewhere else. 2024, we're drawing boundaries. <laughs> yes. Uh, boundaries are so in. Let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. Remy and Casey. This is a new one. We got Kale from Bland, Missouri, on the phone. He's playing for these Disney on Ice tickets with Remy today. Well, I should say this week. A certain artist has been in the news a lot. Chris Young. So today we're playing Chris Young, finish the lyrics. I know you didn't spin the wheel. No, I didn't know you didn't spin the wheel. I want a new game. Dang it! Yeah. How did it land on the same game? The only game I put in there. Oh, okay. Because I forgot to make all the other ones. <laughs> so it's there playing Chris Young. Finish the lyric. Yeah. It's pretty easy because the thing about Chris Young's song is everyone knows him. Oh, no. See? You're halfway there. Final answer, number one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you'll do your best to tell me what the like bleeped out lyric is. Kale is on the phone. He'll fill in the blanks for you. Or he'll give it his best shot. And hopefully you can win him these Disney on Ice tickets. Big Chris Young guy. Big Chris Young guy. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows it. Ready? And number one. I've got some you probably never heard of. That was really quick. <laughs> one more time. I've got some you probably never heard of. Uh, famous Friends, final answer. Famous Friends. That's going to be his answer. Locking it in. Number two. The front door. My first uh, inclination is an expletive. Uh, seeing your socks and shoes at the floor. <laughs> I'm going to go to Kale on this one. Kale? Kale, off the bat, do you know? I don't know. I don't. I don't. The trust, whole room trust, doesn't trust, know. Trust. Trust. Trust? Dressed? Dress. 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 Senior red dress. Let's play it again. The front door. Dress at the floor. 
I'm going to go red dress. That's what he's going with. Number three. I've got the world in my hands. Yeah. Who I am. Better, better man? One more time. I've got the world in my hands. Yeah. Who I am. Why uh, can I only think of better man? But that, isn't that a Dirks Bentley song? I'm going to go better man. Better man. On awe, better man. Final answer. Kale, out of three, <laughs> how many do you think Remy got right today? Oh, he got them all right. Wow. Oh, wow. wow Kale. He got them all right. Throwing it all on the line oh, for no. the Disney on Ice tickets. Okay, so there is one that like wasn't necessarily perfect, but if we're actually running through it, let's do it. I've got some Ding, got that one right. Yep. Number two, this one, this one, I just gave it to you. Your black dress hit the floor and yeah, better man. Who I am with you. Great job. Don't we have today, any friend. kind of song? Called better, better Man, man. or a Little Big Town Better? The Little Big Town is Better Man. Okay. That's the song that Taylor Swift, Better Man. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. That's yeah. why I was confused. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you did great. Kale, you're going to Let's Disney go. on Ice. Yes. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we need that energy every Cheers. day. Thanks Let's for playing go. along. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Walker Hayes. Zach Ryan, Tiff turns into a song. Walker Hayes, here's the thing. I woke up this morning and thought that I was seeing clickbait because Walker Hayes wrote a song in response to comments made by Zach Bryan earlier this month. Okay, I don't know if we talked about it on air, but earlier this month, Zach Bryan tweeted about Tyler Childers and he said, imagine being radio, whoever the hell that is. Hey, baby, it's us. Hey. And hearing Shake the Frost but then saying, no, no, let's go with the Applebee's song. <laughs> oh, which, no. Which is like... <laughs> oh, no. Which is a funny comment. Because, you know, both songs, like one is much more poetic and deep, Tyler yeah. Childers. Yeah. The other is so kitschy and Walker Hayes. And both are like cool in their own right. But obviously, whether he meant it to be or not, it was a dig at Walker Hayes. Yeah, so, for sure. Whether Zach meant it that way... I don't think he was even thinking about Walker Hayes, but he was thinking this is really funny and it's a good dig, so he made the tweet. But last night, I should say, I don't know if they like exchanged words afterwards. I know that Walker put on a good front and was like, hey man, that's cool. Like, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But as last, he do. As he does, as a dad of like seven kids. But last night, Walker Hayes got on Instagram and shared a new song, which sounded like this. Well, I woke up this morning and read something mean. Something in the arms tells me you're feeling green. Felt like throwing punches, but I just held them back. Cause Jesus didn't die for me. So I can fight with Zach Bryan. <laughs> oh my gosh. Remy's head has been thrown back. <laughs> the 
song was nominated for a Grammy. Which song? Uh, Fancy Life? Fancy Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you gotta, they're both in the wrong here because. If you're Walker Hayes, you got to know your role here in country music, right? Yeah. You have to know you're that the that's like, guy and exactly, that's fine. and that's okay, and own it, you know? Yeah, 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 But why, I don't know, from Zach Bryan's point of view, like, why, why start beef? No, I understand. Know? Walker Hayes wrote in the caption, I, I, I woke up this morning and I heard this and I thought AI made that. No way Walker right? Hayes wrote and yeah. recorded that this song. This is a deep fake. Walker Hayes put in the comments, or the caption, he said, it's obviously human tendency to be a little hurt by someone else's success. Why on earth would we do that as songwriters, knowing that the 0.1% of us are actually making it in this business? It took me 18 years to feed my kids with this music I make, and I'd I'll still knock something I hear on the radio because I didn't write it. So uh, Walker is coming from the perspective of like, oh, you're knocking me because my song's on the radio and and yeah. Tyler's not, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. But in a way, the more I listen to it and the more that I look at this, it seems like a white flag. Like it is, the song is very much Walker saying like, hey, Zach, like I do the same thing and you should know that you're literally on top of the world. Like you maybe shouldn't be saying things because you make more money than any of us right now. Yeah. But. True. Yeah. It's just, it's all hearsay. They're, you know. It is what it is, but I could not believe this when I woke up this morning. Usually, whenever there's like a call-out song like this, they don't say names in it. You know, Zach, Zach Bryan, something in the orange. Oh, and- no. <laughs> Walker, please don't Very do specific uh. song coming at you. <laughs> not to mention, sure, it was a dig at Radio 2. Sure, we'll take it. I don't feel insecure because Remy and I are not the ones making those decisions. Truth. So it's fine. Love Zach Bryan. Love Walker Hayes. Please keep names out of songs unless you're Taylor Swift. Remy and Casey. Casey getting married exactly 14 days, two weeks from today. She comes in yesterday and she says, I got a gift from Mm -hmm. someone who was not invited. Please tell us this story because I'm super interested. So I get an email. Anytime somebody like buys something from our registry or sends like cash as a cash fund and um, always super nice to like see like our friends and our family. Yes. Checking in, maybe sending Nothing a gift. from me yet though. And so. I also want it to be known because it's a destination wedding. I told everyone who's going, like, please, no gifts and all that. So Perfect. No gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> so anyway, we wake up really early, you and I. 3 a.m. rolls around. I look at my phone. I have an email. Someone contributed to our cash fund. They sent over over $100. Okay. Okay. It's an it's a average size it's wedding nice. gift. Yeah. An ex who I oh. haven't seen in years. Seen, spoken to. I have no idea who this person is. Is that okay? It's been so many years that I don't know how many because I've just been busy meeting the one, I guess. Do you feel like this is bad juju? Is this like a, is this, do you accept it? Do you refund it? I feel like this might be like, it's almost because there's so much superstition that goes around like wedding traditions and things like that. I didn't know what to do because here's the thing. This person's not from here. This person's not from here. This person doesn't have friends here. They must know that I'm getting married and must have like Google searched me first last name, Uh fiance first last name, the not dot com. 
Okay. To try and send something. So there was research done here. Like, like, there that's was... the part that doesn't sit well with me, is that there was research done. This person's not invited. I haven't spoken. I haven't seen. I don't know what this person, and it comes with a note. One word, congrats. Oh. Not even the full word. Okay, so how did this? Did, how did it end? Did you break up with him, or did he break up with you? Um, or was it just like a? I think, I, it not was gonna just, work. It was just not gonna work. And I will say, I've had a plenty of boyfriends in my time, mm-hmm. and I think I've done a really good job at staying not friends, but like I feel like I could reach out to almost any of them and talk or say hey, and it's never awkward or a big deal. Yeah, this person is not that way. I have not had communication. I don't know, dude. Do you refund it? What's the question here? Do you re- like do you a, refund the one hundred or do you keep it? But now this person, like, granted, my wedding is out of the country, but they know where it's at. They know the day it is. Yeah. They, I feel a little violated that this person from a past life has not only jumped back in, but sent a note and over a hundred dollars to let me know that they've jumped back in. I just got this visual of like forgetting Sarah Marshall happens. The wedding is going on. Oh my gosh. This ex-boyfriend coming down the beach on a white horse (laughs) in slow motion. Does anybody have anything they want to say before we marry these two? I do! I gave her a hundred dollars and said congrats. Let's see. Take me back. That's the bad juju that we can't be having. I'd say refund it. Just send it back. Send I think back. so too. I don't want that in my bank account. Yeah. What should Casey do? 314-699-4766. I want to know on the text line. Hand it over to the people. Let the people take the wheel. We need some hometown heroes. I'll say that. Uh, if you know anybody that's going above and beyond in the community, uh, this could be anybody. It could be your mailman or mailwoman or mail person. Yeah. You know, whoever. Uh, this could be someone that goes above and beyond and just uh, makes everybody feel good. Whatever the case may be, we'd love to hear about them because we want to we want to recognize them on the air. Right. You definitely know somebody in your life. Maybe it's a teacher. Maybe it's someone from your church or from your job in your community at all that you've stopped and thought, oh, that was really really nice of them or they really didn't have to go out of their way to do whatever it was. You should tell us about it when you nominate a hometown hero at 923WAL.com. Earlier in the show, we talked about little things you got in trouble for in school that still kind of haunt you today. We had a ton of text messages from Taylor. She says uh, a kid had a bite mark on him and they lined up the girls because he said it was from a girl in his class uh, and he picked me out. I did not bite him, but I have PTSD being lined up and picked out from a group. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that sounds horrible. And they just like blindly trusted this kid. Mostly because I thought she was going to say they made them all open their mouths and they were going to try and line up the teeth marks, <laughs> which would have been an entirely different issue. Well, uh, the incisors are off on this one. That's weird. Uh, from the 636, tying someone's shoelaces to a chair without them knowing. From the 636 as well, I had to eat lunch in the principal's office for a week after launching chunks of pineapple across the cafeteria in elementary school mm. <laughs> from the 217 in third grade all the girls were running around the playground trying to do pants each other at a recess not really sure <laughs> oh why my gosh. Uh, this person said I was the quietest and most shy girl in the class I joined in and as soon as I did mm. I got caught yeah. I had to spend the last day of school mostly fun and games and recess all day at my desk I couldn't join in the fun <sighs> I thought this person was going to say they were a boy and they <laughs> they went deep pants to girl. And, yeah. and dang, he's the one that got in trouble. Something you got in trouble for in school that still haunts you today, let us know on the text line. 314-699-4766. So earlier in the show today, we talked about uh, how Casey got a $100 or over $100 yeah. 
a gift for your wedding. Yeah, came through online. But it was it was from an ex, and they're obviously not invited to the wedding. So we were wondering, is this something that she should refund? Like, no, nah, right? Not a friendly ex either. It's not someone that. It's not somebody that. It's like, oh, that's kind of nice. It's not like that. Yeah. Yeah, so we had a bunch of text messages from people. Uh, someone said to donate it to Got Your Six, Bad Juju, to use it on wedding stuff. Oh, I love that. Someone said donate it to a charity that he wouldn't approve of in his name. <laughs> so there's that. That's kind of good. Uh, also, someone said, is this the dude you called in California when you lost the trivia challenge one month? Nah, nah. <laughs> that guy is cool. I was going to say, I don't think we called this person, No, right? we didn't call this person because no. I specifically don't talk to this person. Yeah. Uh, so if you have any suggestions for what Casey should do with the money, we're going to post this video up here on the socials. Uh, so go check that out, 92.3 WIL. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the uh, Remy and Casey Show podcast, and we will see you tomorrow for a Friday. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 92.3 WIL.